God, thank you for your love, for your grace. Thank you that we get to respond out of gratefulness and not out of compulsion. God, I pray that you would open our hearts, our minds, our best laid plans, that we might be moved by the power of your unconditional love. Give me your words to speak and keep me completely out of your way. In Jesus' name, amen. When Naya was little, she liked to try to pick me up. She would strain and grunt and not budge me. Not because I'm not very petite, but you know, she's little. I realized that if I stood at the kitchen counter, I could lift myself while she held on to my legs, creating the illusion that she was actually picking me up. The first time I did this, her eyes got so wide and a huge smile spread across her face. I'm so strong, Mommy. It was true. She was strong. She was exerting herself, and I lifted off the floor. But the fact is, she did not do the heavy lifting. Our gospel this morning is a reminder that only God does the heavy lifting when it comes to grace. When what Mark calls the young person and other gospels refer to as the rich young ruler came to Jesus in our gospel asking about what it takes to be a follower of Jesus, Jesus responded with a series of of things that would need to be fulfilled. Impossible things about fulfilling the entire law. The young man asserted that he did from the time he was little. And yet, Amelia, who's quite, you know, quite close to a perfect little girl, admitted that she doesn't do it all right either. So the chances of anyone being able to fulfill all of the law is quite frankly impossible. The hubris at saying yes is almost laughable. You can hear Jesus' smirk as he said with love, okay. Cool. Then go sell everything you own and give it to those in need, and then come back and follow me. After Jesus called his bluff, the young man went away dejectedly. His departure and Jesus' subsequent ideas about his departure perplexed the disciples. Although he did not fulfill the entire law, which has a mind-boggling amount of rules and restrictions, he seemed like a really decent dude. He seemed like someone who should belong. He was rich, which at the time people assumed meant he was also a good person. Remember that folk in the first century believed that if something bad happened to you, then you must be bad. And if something good happened to you, then you must be good. If anyone was a good fit for the kingdom of God, it would be this guy. Good pedigree, pious, rich, clearly willing to want to be a part of it all. And if rich, pious people, the gold standard, if not even them, can make it to heaven, what in the world? Who can? This is where Jesus spoke like a real Lutheran. All of this sounds impossible because it is impossible for humans. You cannot do all the rules. 
You cannot stay on that tightrope. You cannot, no matter how hard you try or how good you are, whatever that means, or how impressive your faith walk is, save yourself. Not possible. But anything is possible for God. Let God do the heavy lifting. As Lutherans, this is the bedrock of our theology, but I wasn't raised that way, and it's such a revelation. I don't know if y'all know what a gift it is. It's so amazing. I was raised to think that the present that I got from God could be torn from me at any moment, that I had to, to try to figure out a way to balance as a human who was so imperfect to learn and understand that there is a Christian tradition that can proclaim this grace and incredible inclusion is amazing. We're so lucky. In our tradition, God's love, grace, forgiveness, salvation always comes down. There is no reciprocal relationship when it comes to our salvation. Our salvation is God's work. We are the incredibly blessed recipients bumbling around down here. Half the time not getting it right, a lot of times more than half the time. And yet, God is doing the heavy lifting all along. The young man who sought out Jesus could not do enough to be saved because he was human. He did not have the ability. No one has. This is not a scripture about everybody going out and making sure they sell everything. This is about a reminder of who we are in relationship to God's grace. That blew the disciples' minds. And if we really let it sink in, it will blow our minds too. Peter, always willing to say the things that everyone else is thinking but won't say, stated, uh, Jesus, what gives here? We gave up everything to follow you. Why, he must have thought, did we give it all away if Jesus is now saying that's not necessary? Jesus then says something that doesn't set very well at the time. Uh, anything you give up, you'll get back. Mothers, brothers, sisters, kids. Essentially, it's God's work to save you, and if you respond with your life, with this incredible free gift and responding with, with faithfulness, God will take care of what you might have lost in the process. God will take care of you. I've always thought these scriptures that say these things about interchangeable lives, you know, like in the, in the story of Job, where he's like, oh, don't worry, all those people that you lost, you'll get other people instead. I just thought that sounded awful. The unknown is scary. The thought of moving out past what we have held is, it seems dangerous. And nine times out of ten, we choose to keep the familiar because that's who we are. And people in our lives aren't interchangeable. I don't want a new mom. I like the mom I have. But I don't think that Jesus was talking as literally as we are tempted to take him in this instance. I think he is simply speaking to God's provision beyond what we know and have planned for, beyond where we feel safe. If you have ever stepped out on faith, you know this. God has provided for you. It probably didn't look like a literal new family and certainly does not replace your relationships with other relationships altogether, but it may look like a new network set in place to care for you, like manna in the wilderness, 
grace for the journey, a home where there wasn't one before. In my life, I have experienced this over and over. At each step in my journey, as I left behind the familiar, God has provided what I have needed in every way. God did that for me a year ago on my memories and my phone. It showed a rainy Pacific Northwest day with a full moving container and my driveway. At that time, I was excited and sick to my stomach all at the same time, having no idea what I would find here. I'm not crying because I'm sad. <laughs> I'm crying because of the blessing that has awaited me and that I get to journey with you together. God has done the same for many of you. And if you feel a call in your heart to a new ministry, to a new challenge, to a new faith practice, to a new endeavor, to a new start, a new healing, God will provide for you what you need. How? Don't ask me. <laughs> for humans, it's impossible. But for God, anything is possible. Beloved, you belong to God. You do not have to do anything. You don't have to get a camel through a difficult portal. You don't have to give away everything. You don't have to jump through all the hoops because God has done the heavy lifting. Everything you do in response to that is discipleship. And the response to grace is far different from the response to judgment, isn't it? It's more joyful. It's free. I invite you to live into that reality this week for yourself for others? What if, when you looked in the mirror, you saw someone who has been enveloped in divine love, grace, and hope? What if you gave yourself a little break on not getting everything right all the time? What if you did the same for others? What if you were able to see in others incredible recipients of God's grace, incredible potential for the love of God? Let God do the heavy lifting and allow your hearts to soar with the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, to love others, to joyfully walk through this life, and to declare grace with every step. As Lutherans, we're so lucky to have this gift of this theology. And here at Grace Lutheran Church, we're even luckier because it's in our name. So we will never forget. When we worship here, grace. When we walk in the world, grace. When we baptize our babies, grace. When we come to the table, grace. When we do incredible things in God's name, grace. When we mess up, grace. Our whole lives, from the cradle to the grave and beyond, grace, grace, grace. For humans, it would be impossible. But for God, anything is possible. Amen.